As the clock ticks down to zero in the state title game, your Kittitas Coyote boys basketball team wins their third straight state title. There is the horn. Let the celebration begin for the Ellensburg High School girls basketball team, who are your 2023 WIAA 2A state champs, including their second straight undefeated season. Davis Spencer in the windup and the 1-2 pitch on the way. And strike three! And your Ellensburg Bulldogs are the 2018 state champs continuing their dominance with a third state title in the last five years. This is Justin McKee, your voice of the Ellensburg Rodeo, and you're listening to the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Eric, John, and Sammy. Well, welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast listeners. I am John Goodat, joined here with Sammy Henderson, Eric Sorensen. Well, he's probably dodging snowflakes on the on the baseball <laughs> field know, right now. I he's know. coaching right now, but uh, we're here recording at the Evergreen Home Loan Studios, brought to you by Country Financial, Country Companies Insurance, Devin Shannon there. Check him out in downtown Ellensburg. Uh, also brought to you by TPC Ellensburg. That's the right. The Ponderosa Club right there in downtown Ellensburg. It's kind of snowing. It's been snowing off and on. So if you can't golf today, you can golf inside, and they can take care of you at TPC. It'll be sunny and beautiful. Yes, it will. Yeah, your choice. Your choice. You pick from, I think they told us, like 600 courses or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it doesn't matter the course. I'm still going to you know, <laughs> where, where do you want to be today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be on Pebble Beach. Right. Let's yeah. go. I'm really hopeful that I was just listening to our intro on the way in that we got to change some things. Oh, my gosh. You stole it. I was going to say Were you doing that. it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're going to have to redo that. And I hope so. a wonderful so. problem to have. Right? I'm, so I'm excited that, that we got to work on a new intro and add to it because the girls start their... Title defense this week. It is state week. I guess it started last week. Again, yeah, at home. At, at yeah. regionals. Uh, you know, Cleveland played a little bit uh, earlier today. We'll get to that here in just a second. Ellsberg plays starting tomorrow. But the state regionals um, started last weekend. And, and the Valley put on a show. Oh, my goodness. At <laughs> first of all, the County fans were truly blessed with having both Cleelum and Allsburg in Allsburg and neither team disappointed. They just brought the hurt. Down. Yeah. I don't think I'd seen that many fans and it was just the Cleelum game. I was like, Holy cow. This place to feel because Ellensburg people showed up. Everybody mm-hmm. showed up to watch mm-hmm. and, and then, uh, Cleelum hung around and it was, it was cool to have, um, just have just, that community together. The gym was packed. Yeah. People were lively. Yeah. Uh, I thought people were pretty respectful. We got there right at tip-off, so I couldn't, uh, my family contingent couldn't sit with the Cleveland people, so we sat in the Forks, forks section, and, and uh, they were grumbling a little bit because, but they weren't being disrespectful. They were just getting their... Right, butts handed to yes. them, basically. But uh, yeah, the the Warriors beat Forks sixty five to thirty six on Friday night, and then what? Nellie Nichols have like thirty something too. Uh, I'm not sure. I believe what it. it was. I believe she hit the thirty clip in that game, and it was she put on a lot of points. I she know that. put on she put on a show, and you know who else put on a show? Mm-hmm. I believe. You're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong. I believe Bella Standish had 782 points in the game. <laughs> and and the she, I will tell you in the first half, she did not hit the rim at all. <laughs> at all. Lace, lace, In lace, fact, lace. I had someone come over when because I was, I was doing the scoreboard, and they're like, 
you're putting those points on a little fast when Bella's hitting those threes. <laughs> I said, hey, I got a good view. Those yeah. things, are, they look perfect that's on nice. every single one. Yeah, I was like, one. hey, no, that's going in. Yeah, yeah she she was, uh, she officially turned into a sophomore in, in front of everybody that night. And it was 26-4 after eight minutes. And uh, uh, Ellsworth got the win at 69-25. And no disrespect to Columbia River. They're a good team. They, they uh you know, they won a little bit earlier today. We'll go over that here in a second. But 26-4, but the, the coach, it was 6-2 or 6-4 or whatever it was early on. The coach burned a timeout, and she had to separate. And I'm dogging on the Columbia River, but one of her starters was already out mentally done. Yes. Mentally yes. done, and I noticed it, and I'm like, so the assistants were, you know, coaching up the team, and, and, the, and the head coach had to, you know, redirect her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a guard or point guard or whatever. It doesn't matter. But um, Ellensburg was just, they were, did what they did. Yeah, they were dominant and they looked really good. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was fun Pretty to watch. Pretty phenomenal. Pretty yeah. phenomenal. But yeah, I was, they, back to your talk about, you know, crowd. So the K9 unit was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Cleelum's student section was outstanding. Fans were great. Just a packed house. There was a kid task contingent for both games. Cleelum stuck around, like you said. Mm-hmm. I just, I just love that. It, it, the WIA made the right call to have both local games in a local arena, and the community showed. How cool would it be? Because you know, I, growing up in uh, in Seattle, all of my home football games mm-hmm. were at Memorial Stadium. Oh, right okay. there in downtown. Yeah. Everybody played at Memorial Stadium, yeah. so it started at like four o'clock yeah. and went till. And so it was kind of cool to be like, well, I'm going to stick around and watch Rainier Beach versus Franklin. I'm going to yeah. stick around and watch. Uh, it would just be awesome if we could have those, more of these opportunities with our local teams yeah. to where, you know, kind of like the tournament we had at Central. I guess we got blessed this year by having it twice. Yeah. Cleo and Ellensburg played on the same night uh, twice. And it's just it's just so great uh, as a fan to be able to sit in one place and catch it all because usually, you know, you're you're at the Kittitas game and – and, you know, maybe we don't catch the Cleelum, and I'm always at the Ellensburg games. Right. And so having it, you know, kind of, it would be great to have a triple header, but that's just dreams. Hosted at Canyon Coliseum. That's right. That's right. I, I, I saw him on Friday, and like typical Cole fashion, he was moving and shaking, yeah. doing 14 things at once. But I was like, hey, I started saying, before he could even get to my, like, second or third word, he's like, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. He gave me a fist bump when I was like, <laughs> can you call us him? And my wife just looked at us both, rolled her eyes, and went to the concession stand and didn't buy me what I wanted at concessions, probably because I embarrassed her in public for the 20th time this week. But uh, um, that was the saddest part of the night, was realizing that's our last in- inside event that we're yeah, going to have. That That's frustrating. That's frustrating. For Ellensburg fans, though, you don't have to go too far. The Sun Dome is... It's, it's right down the road, right near Costco. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, make it a double trip. It's go on the Costco, way. Go to Sun Dome. Uh, for the Cleelum contingent, they played earlier tonight. Uh, we're recording on a uh, on a Wednesday. They played the, the Egg McMuffin game, as my cousin calls it, <laughs> the 9 a.m. game. They played earlier today. They played uh, Okanagan, who's ranked third in the state. And unfortunately, the Warriors got uh, knocked off by Okanagan 53-46. Um, and it was just, they were always within, they actually had an early lead. They they led 8-6 to six, uh, 
in the first quarter, and then Okanagan kind of chipped away at that and then kind of maintained a two- or three-possession lead over the Warriors. But they got there. They, um, you know, a heck of a season. They finished 18-8 and eight, uh, on the year. And they're, they're, we were talking about it before we started this uh, today, is their non-league schedule was just... Yeah, they played Okanagan already. They played Okanagan, Warden, Mapton. They played 1A Chelan. They played 1A Cashmere, who was in the second day of the state tournament. I mean, they scheduled um, some pretty very difficult teams. Well, uh, it it didn't take – you know, I I only got to see Kalalem once, and that was at the tournament, and I didn't get to watch a a lot of games, any games at their level. So I wasn't quite sure what their level – brought in terms of, of competitiveness and, wh- and what that looks like on the court. The two-way level, I could tell you, you know, yeah. having seen what we do in Prosser and some of the teams that in, that have come through, I could tell you. And so watching Cleelum the other night, I was like, oh, this is a, this is a, a good, yeah. good team. Yeah. They are really good, and they could compete right now. And the beauty, we were talking off, when they're young, they're super young. Yep. Uh, the the majority of their scoring comes from you know freshman and sophomore. Yep, and so that's going to continue for the next couple of years. And my daughter had to scrimmage the eighth grade team, and we're there in scrimmage again this weekend. And they've got a team full of just really solid athletes, yeah, really good basketball players. And so futures are super super bright, and we're hoping to get Glondo on soon to yeah talk to us a little bit what it looks like from his eyes and his perspective yeah i i texted him after the end of the game uh today again we're recording on wednesday the 28th and i just said you know good luck you know good job on the season you know enjoy the off season hopefully he gets a break <laughs> right. right but i was just telling him like the level they're very talented um but i'm gonna give some coach speak here but talent isn't the accomplishment it's the hard work and those those ladies were just they're just kind of intimidating on the court. I mean, oh my gosh. Doesn't matter how tall they were or short they were or fat they were just in your face every play. And that's why they went to state. Yeah, so, no. Yeah. And and I I see Nellie at least once or twice a week in training and she gets after shoot, day before they left. She was in there training. <laughs> like it's she's uh she wants it. I know that. Yeah. I know that, that she wants it, and it, it paid. Because, like we talked, Bella was – Nellie became a sophomore, too. Yeah. It, it's evident that uh, that wasn't a freshman anymore. Yeah. So, season is done. Uh, again, they went 18-8 and eight on, on the year. Um, you know, uh, maybe next year they make it to Friday. Maybe they make it to Saturday. But they got – they've got – a pretty good core returning i think four out of five starters coming back uh you mentioned the eighth graders that give you fits and mm-hmm. and uh, i quote the great nate phillips uh, coach phil out of kittitas who said in our preview show before the season cleelum's gonna be a problem yeah for they're, a long time. they're gonna be a problem they're gonna be a problem so um yeah but Getting to uh, uh, white uh, white river is gonna have a problem tomorrow with Olmsburg. Yeah, they're uh, gonna have a problem uh, they beat Sammamish. Uh, White River came in ranked uh, seventh. Uh, beat tenth ranked Sammamish, fifty six to thirty two. That that's that was today, good, right? That is uh, that was today at ten thirty. But lost to Linden. They uh, let me get back to you on that one. Yeah, cause... White River. Um, that is correct. Linden got him by twenty four points. So we're gonna we're week. gonna be able to to a, a, you know you'd assume if 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 it's the the favorites are us and Linden. 
yep. going into this. That's the all the we'll call yeah we'll call it, it the betting line is yeah. between us and Linden, uh, maybe even Lin- leaning towards Linden. And so it's going to be a, a good idea idea for us about you know how we're able to handle. And I don't necessarily say we've got to beat them by more or less or whatever that is, but it's going to be a good benchmark of like okay, yep, you know we handled them just as well as they handled them. It's going to give you some confidence. Uh, so, so we'll see. We'll. That's going to be a, a peek into the matchup that we're hoping we get, because right. even if we get Pat White River, like we're, like we're assuming, we got Prosser or WF West waiting for us. Yeah. Yep. And that's going to be, that's going to be an incredible game. Yeah. And I, I think I was talking with you guys last week that man, I think. That the, the center from WF West, who we saw, we looked at the box score today. Can you actually <laughs> talk about that right now? 33 points, 25 rebounds. And I was going through the rebounds thinking, Six oh, she, yeah, I was like, oh, no, she's got she's got 12 rebounds. Nope, 13. Oh, no, those are combined. That's <laughs> offense and defensive rebounding. And so I don't know anything about Sammamish, but I can tell you one thing. They're probably not very tall because yeah. with 25 rebounds, that's a lot of rebounds and that many offenses, offensive rebounds. And she didn't have a, an amazing shooting night. No. So they're probably her own rebounds. And so uh, the one thing I know about Prosser is they don't have a ton of height either. Right. And so uh, I'm assuming another big game from her. But one thing Prosser could do that I'm assuming Sammamish wasn't able to do is they could push the pace. Mm-hmm. They could yeah. push the pace and that yeah. girl's going to get tired. Uh, but we'll see. It should be fun. Yeah. Hey, go ahead and wear each other out. Yeah, please do. <laughs> yes. Please do. Uh, yeah, Julia Dallin, I believe is her name from uh, West uh, WF West. Uh, I believe she's a junior. She is a junior. 33, 25, six blocks. That's like, that's like Xbox numbers. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. In the Sammy Henderson household, that's, right. that's just another that's typical state. Wednesday. So, that's just another Wednesday. <laughs> right. Maybe she can keep it. We'll We'll see. We'll see. I, I wish I could be there tomorrow to check out all those games. But, I mean, let's look at the quarterfinals. So you got third-ranked WF West and fourth-ranked Prosser, two teams that we know. Mm-hmm. We expected to, to, well. to be moving on to the spot, yep. And then us and White River, uh, Clarkston and Archbishop Murphy. You know, Clarkston came in as the only other undefeated team. They got popped in the mouth by Prosser last weekend. Who we know is a bona fide state contender. I think. And I wouldn't say yeah. popped in the mouth. What was it, a seven-point game? Uh, 49-43. Yeah, that's, that's, that, I can promise you that they hadn't played a game all year where a team pushed them the way Prosser did. Uh, knowing what I know about Prosser, who keeps me up at night and I'm not even a coach. (laughs) Right, so I'm, I bet that Clarkson coach was waiting for a game like that. Yeah. And happy that it could come in a, in a, in a, in a situation where they could, uh, still play and move on because they handled business the next game. Uh, Clarkson beat Enumclaw by 30 tonight, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 62-32. Uh, and then Columbia River beat Ridgefield, who are league opponents. Wow. Uh, interesting. Uh, 51-47. Columbia River gets the honor of uh, playing against <laughs> Linden, and Archbishop Murphy will take on Clarkson. Archbishop Murphy and Linden, I believe, played in districts. Linden beat them in the district final, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. But So they, they – I, w- I, I really wish – Somehow that Archbishop yep. would have ended up on our side, Prosser on the other. Exactly, exactly. Um, that way we would have had to go through Archbishop. They'd have to go through Prosser. And yep. if Prosser and Ellensburg are the two best teams in this tournament, you know, why not let them play? Can you imagine whether it's going to, you know, obviously uh, 
if everything works out, semifinals and for Prosser, there will not be a seat in the <laughs> No. And I hope they have the fans on opposite sides of each other. Yeah, yeah. So, um <laughs> So Ellensburg takes on White River uh, on uh, Thursday morning, uh, probably around the time we get this uh, get this one uploaded. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the White River stats, and they had one, two, three, four four players today score eight or more points, eight, eight, ten, and twelve. So at least on Wednesday's game, there was no like clear all star. Right. Um, didn't shoot very well in the first half. Uh, shot pretty well in the second half, but um, again, taking on. Uh, I'm gonna. St- I'm just gonna say it. Uh, after six, there's a huge drop off, and I don't even know what six looks like. I don't know what Archbishop looks like, but um, I I was able to see Columbia River at eight, and there was a drop off there, mm-hmm. and so uh, who's well, Archbishop in- got WF West, so. Right, and yeah. so I know WF West is a quality opponent, and so yeah. I know due, due to that, and so just looking at White River and who they competed against, I would I, I would be interested to see how a game between them and Columbia River would turn out. Um, yeah, that 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 would because but I, there's a drop off after six, so there's there's six teams that I think if you have a bad night could put you down. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them. You didn't ask for it, mm-hmm. and uh, our fans didn't ask for it, but I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna. Acknowledge my bias. I'm going with Prosser over WF West by five. I got WF West by eight. You got West by eight. Mm-hmm. We better write this yeah, down. Yeah, you can write this down. It's on the pod. It's in cement. Uh, I just threw that out. I don't even know if I feel it. Uh, I got Ellensburg over White River by... Say it. Say 17. Your, 17? Mm-hmm. You're being kind. You're being kind. Yeah. I'm going 28. Yep. And, yeah. No, it's already written down. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Archbishop over Clarkston. I got Clarkston. My goodness. Why yeah. are we not putting money on this? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Archbishop by seven, and you're saying Clarkston by three and a half. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. And uh, Linden over Columbia River by 14. You serious? What are you saying? Thirty minimum. The good thing is I'm not betting the over or under. I'm just betting the W. <laughs> uh, so there you have it. There you Picks go. You didn't need to know. You, they, you can they, fill you out your bracket right now. Yeah. Well, uh, with one of us, between the two of us. So you know, I've been, I'm kind of watching the four A's and three A's, and I'm kind of watching the the one B's. And mm-hmm. you know, we're for Kittitas County, we have you know both teams at state are the the ladies, and so I'm kind of watching the 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 men counterparts as well. There's just so much basketball. I know. So I'm so sad. Um, I can't see it. I, I think the Sun Dome does a great job of hosting it. I was always partial to the Spokane arena back in our Kittitas days and everything. And, and, uh, Sundown does a great job. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm going to try to get there on Thursday. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm, I'm hoping Saturday. Friday, my daughter's hoping so yeah. that she can get out of school and come yeah. with me. I don't know how much she wants to watch basketball or how much she just wants to get out of school. I think it's just being with dad. Or, yeah. That was the other Singing third with dad. and least likely option. Yeah. Dad, I'm hungry. Here you go. Yeah. Right. She wants dad's money and food. I don't want a sweatshirt. Here you go. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, Dad, by the way, we're carpooling with everybody. Here's five kids. In Do the you car. have brackets up? I'm interested in one one team. I am uh, tell girl me. side Chihuahua. 4A. Yes. I want to know how they're doing because that's we played Chihuahua. We, t- we snuck out a good win over Chihuahua, who I believe was a top 10 at least team in the 4A. Uh, you are correct, and uh, they are already out. Yikes. Yeah. Well, there you have it. That would have made me feel better. Well, let's go with Davis. Davis won today. Barely. What was their seed? Uh, five seed because they got knocked off. Um, they got they got beaten by the first Sumner, by four seed. Yeah, by one shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davis beat Eastlake last year's four A state champ, whose mm-hmm. one loss was Ellensburg. was Ellensburg. Uh, so Davis beat him fifty nine fifty four. Davis plays Kamaikin, who was third ranked. Okay, that will be a heck of a game. That will be a heck of a game. But Chiawana is already out. Um. Yeah, Chihuahua is already out, well, and uh, Eastmont and Moses Lake and other Ellensburg wins. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they didn't get this far either. So that's what you're looking at. Bummer. I am interested to see how Grandview is going to do. Uh, and the two A boys, Grandview and Prosser, are are uh, are both in it uh, in the in the Sun Dome. So. Uh, Let's see, Grandview is going to play the winner of tonight's game, Pullman versus Proster. So uh, that would be interesting to see. <laughs> They'd, oh, Proster, Grandview. In the, that'd be awesome. That Sundome is going to be packed. <laughs> yes, it better it be. Will it be. Better be. So let's keep it with basketball, though. Let's do it. Central Women got some good news today. And, and tell them about it. They, uh, the uh, West Region Poll, week two of the West Region Poll uh, came out, and they are ranked 10th. They need to be top eight. Top eight. To but get 10th. to the national playoffs, but uh, they're in a good position because um, they play St. Martin's uh, on Thursday. Uh, that should be a win. Mm-hmm. Should be. Uh, Saturday, they don't have a game because uh, Western Oregon forfeited their season. That should be a win. And more is kind of trickling out about Western Oregon as well. Lots of strife and... Looks like the coach uh, kind of overinflated her resume and stuff. You would think a little bit of background check and due diligence in the interview process. This looks uh, bad on the entire university. Yeah, kind of looks bad. That's not good. But uh, uh, so the Central Women are are ranked 10th in the West region. Um, Azusa Pacific's one, Billings is two, Western Washington is three, then a bunch of California teams. San Marcos, Pomona are four or five, Point Loma, that's San Diego. Uh, is six and Cal State LA who beat us by eleven I yes. say earlier in the season. Um, they're seventh. Chico State is eighth. Uh, Anchorage is ninth. Although I think Anchorage is going to uh, get beat this weekend, and then Central is tenth, and then next weekend. So you win this week, you get into the GNAC tournament. That's right. Find so a way. We've already wrapped that up. Right. Yeah. We got we got our we got our mark. We are in the tournament. It's just a matter of who we play. I think you want to stick in that 4-5 matchup if you yep. can. Because mm-hmm. uh, that would be, what, Simon Fraser or... I'm going to tell you right now. Simon Fraser. As it is, right, if the playoffs were today, man, you are good. Simon Fraser would be us four, Simon Fraser five. Yeah. And it's between Seattle Pacific and NNU, Northwest Nazarene, to get that sixth spot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. I think... Because uh, we can't get the four, right? What's that? We are four. No, I mean, we can't get the three spot. We are solid in, yeah, there's no way to get a number three. Anchorage but we could is, drop to six. 
Uh, we could. I don't like that kind of talk in my house. Am I right about that though? Uh, we could drop to fifth. So we can't. We are in the fourth fifth matchup. Uh, yeah, because SPU is at seven and nine. We're already nine and seven. So yep. and we only have one game. Correct. So we could drop to fifth and swap with that assignment. That doesn't matter though. Doesn't home matter. home court doesn't home matter anyway because we're hosting the GNAC tournament, men and women. So we could go take a knee this weekend and be fine. We could rest our starters to use NFL <laughs> terms. Yeah, I know we won't to a certain extent, but uh, maybe maybe Coach Randy does pull them a little bit. I mean, you want to win, but, but you also... you can't you can't lose when you've got regional rankings on the line. So you're going to go well, for that's it. That's a good point. Thank you're you. going to go for it. Um, but you know we're we are eighteen and ten on the season, uh, nine and seven in in uh, GNAC play and taking on St. Martin's on Thursday. Uh, they're four and twelve, six and seventeen. We should be getting that by you know fifteen twenty points in my opinion, um, and it's at home. But yeah, we're, we're you know this time next week the the GNAC tournament uh, will be uh, open. We get to show off the crown jewel to both the men's and women's side mm-hmm. of the GNAC. Um, and, and get your tickets now and get there because obviously we expect you to be there for both Central Men and Women on the idea that Central Men locks it up They'll this week. get there. We'll talk about them here in a second, but get your tickets. It's a great venue. There's going to be some incredible basketball. And literally, national playoffs are on the line for, you know, a handful, well, for all the teams that are in the GNAC tournament. So if you win the tournament and you're in, uh, I believe that's what... Yes, if yeah. you win the genetic tournament, you get an And then if you day. don't win, as long as you're in the top eight. And I think after this weekend, I think we could be ninth and, and uh, not knowing, not being too familiar with the the uh, CCAA's schedule, um, what that looks like for the California teams. But it'd be nice to be, you know, move up a spot or two, but then just take care of business. That Right, and it, it, at this point... Your 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 focus has to be winning every game that's in front of you, uh, not worrying about how you know how far you you have to win at least one GNAC game minimum. Uh, you're getting there, and the and the goal is to win the whole thing. So that that should be your goal going in is to be champion. And at this point, you just got to let it fall. It's gonna your play is gonna get you in or not. If we win out, if we get even if we don't win the championship, if we win two games. In the GNAC tournament, you're there. I think we're in. You're there. Yeah. You're there guaranteed. And so uh, it's it's kind of in, in our hands. Now, we could get a lot of luck from, like you said, those those other teams have tournaments too in yeah. games this week. They, lots lots can change. But the one thing, you, you win this week, you win your game this week, you go in, you win your next one at GNACs, and hope, hope things play in your favor. Yeah. You know, the only thing, I'm going to disagree with you on one thing. Because if you win two, you should be in. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. The year that uh, Coach Spar and Fairbanks went all the way through to Sweet 16, it was us and Fairbanks in the GNAC championship. Fairbanks won. Mm-hmm. I thought we got robbed out of a national playoff spot, in my opinion. Fairbanks Correct. definitely deserved to be there. They won the Correct. tournament. Well, uh, losing losing to Fairbanks that, that weekend was a double whammy. Because yeah. you lose to them, it hurts your resume so bad. See, you look at it with facts and calmness. Join me in being emotional <laughs> and irrational. Please. No, I'm with you. We deserve to be there that year. And uh, Alaska was on a phenomenal run. And it was obvious that they were playing good basketball by what they did in the region. They went to the regional championship. And they were just playing phenomenal basketball. And so... 
Um, unfortunately, we they, people don't get that eye test um, along the region. There, there are some that are going to think that the GNAC that year was just bad because the last ranked team got in. But it was COVID year. Things were weird. There's a reason why everybody got in that year. Exactly. And, uh, you know, the, it's the team playing the best basketball at the time, and those were the two best teams playing the two best basketball in the GNAC at the time. So, sadly. But you're right. It doesn't it, – you can – Earn it yourself by just winning out, basically. Yeah. You can help yourself out by getting as many possible wins you can um, and give yourself a chance to continue your season. And I, They're, they're going to do that, handle St. Martin's, and then I think Simon Fraser is the best matchup for us there in the first round. I, th- I think so. I think so. I don't see much of uh, teams killing each other off in the CCAA, just kind of pulling up their schedule. So that, that should probably – I don't. I don't know if we're going to see much movement. So yeah, win and you're in. Just yep. win, baby. Take care of business. Yeah. Uh, for the men's for the men's side of the GNAX, same, same story. Yeah, but just getting the GNAX, right? Yeah, yeah. So Central at nine and seven, they're tied with Anchorage for the one, two, three, the fourth spot. But Western and SPU are in sixth and seventh place. We're all one one basically one one and a half games within each other with and, two games to go. Yeah, with two games to go, and and uh, uh, central central men um, have an incredible game on Thursday, the 29th, against St. Martin's, which Kirkman for, we lost to them by six in Lacey, at their place, yeah. Uh, which that's down to the wire for the most part, mm-hmm. uh, and then we should take care of business on Saturday. So, uh, again, acknowledge my bias, but you could convince me that we could go two and zero based off of. St. Martin's kind of takes some licks here in the in the uh, latter part of the season. Ever since are, they got it right number one, get that target on your back. And then boom, Simon yeah. Fraser knocks them off, and Billings beat them again, and uh, somebody else. I feel them. like they lost another one, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they're very good. They're still ranked, in, well, they were last time I checked. They're 21-5 and five on the season. St. Martin's is very good, but we are very good at home. 11-1. and one. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible schedule. So let's just... Let's just win. Win. Like, I mean, we could get lucky, and some one of those teams could take a loss too. Yeah. I mean the 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 odds are in our favor. Yeah. So uh, for to to get into the tournament, but it's always was it Coach Sorensen was trying gonna he was freaking out like hey why don't why aren't we in why aren't we in I was like yeah. there's yeah. got to be a scenario and uh, that was it we took a, a loss a bad loss yeah, a tough loss and uh, things kind of shake out and it all looks a little bit clearer now. Um, I'll tell you, Seattle Pacific and Anchorage, they play each other on Thursday. Mm-hmm. They're both playing for their playoff life. Neither right. one of them have sealed it up, and it's in Anchorage. Terrible place to play. I mean, difficult place to play. Right. Um, and honestly, the Seattle Pacific against Fairbanks, that's not a gimme win. Fairbanks is kind of heating up a little bit. No, and especially that, you know, that trip. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough one. So you could go in and. Give everything you got in the first one, and then the second game you got nothing to give. Yeah. Um, so win and you're in, and the goal here is to be. I mean, we're hosting the GNAC tournament on both sides, no matter what. But it'd be great to see Wildcats on both sides. Yes, and, and pack that thing out and give us every advantage we can get because yeah. uh, they're both teams are going to need it. Both teams are going to be at home fighting for their postseason lives to continue. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so, so please, please come out in favor of the Wildcats. 
um, next Thursday, I believe the tournament starts, and uh, we're both teams are geared up to be playing that Thursday. Um, I'm hoping the, the the final of the the women's and the final of the men's that night would be my thought. It's 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 six teams and uh, top two get a bye. Top two get a bye. That's right. Thursday, Thursday the seventh through uh, Saturday the ninth will be the three, six, and four, five matchups uh, on both the bo- the women and the men's. And so we are going to fall into the, that category on both sides. So Thursday night, next Thursday, be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I won't be there Friday or Saturday because my we got AEU State going for the crown. Where is that going to be? That's Spokane. 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 Okay. Yeah. So that'll that'll be us next weekend. So will it be? Are you in charge of uh, uh, parenting in a hotel room and watching kids go crazy in in hotels, or or I'm in charge of my kid. That's it. Yeah, unless somebody asks me to be in charge of their kid. That's one of the things, looking back, for either high school stuff or club stuff, as a kid, I'm thinking, oh, hotel room? I'm going to eat, you know, the continental breakfast three times. (laughs) I'm going to jump in the pool when, you know, whether it's 10 p.m. or 10 (laughs) a.m. So, um, and probably I would still do that even at 47 years old. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it'll be a blast. And I think there's a bunch of local teams staying in the same hotel. So it'll, it'll be it'll be a good time, and we're looking forward to it. It was fun last year. Um, you know, we joked about it as we were talking about, hey, where's Eric Sorensen? He's dodging snowflakes. That means it's spring sports season. And why not have the first couple of days of spring sports be um, snow-covered hills? <laughs> right. You know, Monday was cold, and then Tuesday, Mother Nature's just like, "Hey, here's a few inches of the white." Oh again. man, yeah, that was that was brutal. I was in Thorpe when it hit. Thorpe got hit so hard. It was yeah. we went for basketball from seven to nine. It was three inches by the time it yeah. was like it just started when we got there. When we left, there was three inches, and I'm like making the trail back on I ninety. <laughs> it's like just straight white, and everything was shut down. But at uh, Thorpe, you could get on on either direction. Yeah. It was yeah, oh, it was wild. Yeah, that was that's awful. I drove over the pass last night. It would have been Tuesday night uh, for those listening. And uh, my wife texted me. She goes, how was it? And I was like, the pass was lively. <laughs> it was, my goodness. I think they got about a foot in a very short period of time. And uh, I definitely had to throw it into old four-wheel drive there. It was lively. So the... I don't. I hope that's not going to be an issue for teams getting over the pass next week for the GNAC tournament and stuff like that. And hopefully, it wasn't an issue for all the teams that you know for state basketball and stuff like that. But uh, uh, but spring sports is upon us. Practices starting and everything like that. And uh, um, you know, so you got baseball and softball. I, I still say I know winter sports is cold, but we're inside. Spring sports is definitely the most miserable season. So. <laughs> it's tough, especially in Ellensburg, because it's like it's starting to warm up, but it's still colder than a lot of spots. And then the wind picks up, and it's really the wind yeah. that is the hell yeah. out here. Because it could be 50, and the wind hits you like it's 32. Yeah, it's 32, <laughs> it's and uh, my three layers aren't protecting anything. Right. Uh, you're outside, and if it's a practice, there's no concession stands. Or if it's so cold and the concession stand hot chocolate isn't warming you up during games <laughs> or whatever it is, but uh, it's still a it's still a fun time. Meanwhile, though, um, we had some family uh, 
in in my neck of the woods, we had some family just get back from Phoenix uh, yesterday, and it was 81, 81 degrees and spring training, and she was like, "Why are we not going down there more often?" Because <laughs> I was, we were texting family, and I'm, I'm like, oh, "I'm shoveling up my driveway," and she goes, "I'm on my way to, you know, spring training." And I'm like, "That's great, whatever." Uh, but that just makes me look forward to the the Mariners and Major League Baseball. March Madness is coming up. I just there's just so much excitement at this point of the season. Yeah, it's gonna be it's it's good. This it, it is a fun time in the in the trans. I saw boys soccer. They got a new coach for Ellensburg, uh, Mr. Flores. He's over at good. the middle school, and they and Mr. Levi Teasley's his assistant. And so uh, I think they had like 44 boys turnout or something like that for high school soccer which i think was awesome outstanding (laughs) right so it i'm excited to go watch them play uh should be a little bit uh a little bit of new juice in there let me keep with ellensburg coaches you you triggered a memory here so the other day my wife and i were driving i can't remember where we were going that's not the point but i saw ellensburg cross country or who i assume was ellensburg cross country running around town and i was like coach hashimoto wants us to honk at them Mm-hmm. interact with them keep the eyes on the road but honk and interact so coach jeff coach hashimoto and the ellsberg team we honked at you my wife didn't understand it but it was important um so even if it's not a quote-unquote spring sport or the cross-country team is pr- practicing for for track and field uh we were honking at you we got some bulldog supporters from these kid attacks did they wave uh Yes, um, I will. It's got to. It's got to be a weird thing when somebody honks. Like, do I, I don't know. As do I me, know him? As a, I... Well, as a former cross country runner, as you can tell, yes. by the physical specimen yes. you have in front of you, uh, I just like the. If somebody was honking, whether it was for me or not, I waved. Yeah, me so, too. I'd throw my hand up. I still do. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have two more things to talk about. I'm in. I'm here. Uh, one is uh, we've talked about it a little bit. We shared a couple of tweets. We gotta we gotta send a shout out to Coach Shoe. Yes, Ian Shoemaker, former Central Washington football head coach, uh, who moved on to do good things at Eastern. Number one, I think at the time, number one offense in in all of FCS uh, during his time at Eastern. Who just left uh, University of Hawaii. He is now. D2 football's blue blood. He's a, he's a blue blood from, uh, or he went to Grand Valley State, who you and I would consider as a blue blood for D2football.com, or D2football, pardon me. Uh, he uh, He's the offensive coordinator over there. Yeah, and <laughs> we kind of jokingly said it, but I think we were being honest, like, man, that's a, that's a promotion. You know, yeah. Hawaii's program is a D1 and all, and, and a great experience. Uh but Grand Valley is a, like you said, a blue blood of the D two. Like they are, they probably got as much resources as, as Hawaii mean, does. Their, faci- their facilities <laughs> right. are incredible. Lubbers, Lubbers Field. I don't know what. I think, I think their official capacity is like fourteen or something like that. But they commonly get like sixteen for the rivalry game against Ferris State. I mean, that's some. Right. No, some this is a. Football. It's a big time move for him. Yeah, and uh, excited to you know he's going to get some real good weapons and athletes and uh, 
should should be interesting and potentially cross paths with I know, Central. Right? That's the only thing that I don't like. I was like, damn, we're going to have to play against them. <laughs> you know? But you know what? If we get to a chance to play against Grand Valley, we're doing something right. Exactly. exactly. And so the fact that we're even talking about it as an actual possibility yeah. means yeah. our program's in a good spot. And uh, Ian, we got Ian to thank for that. He helped us get us there. And uh, we would love to show him the fruits of our of his labor by smacking Definitely. him in the mouth over there. Love exactly. you, Ian, but we'll smack you in the mouth if you come over. So congrats to Coach Shu and and uh, you know I, I know you sent him a, a shout out and everything. Like Do it right you guys now, are close and with a photo, uh, with the photo. Let him know we're talking about him. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is more of a national thing, and honestly, I think people are way too dramatic about it. But I'm ready. Um, we have all these talking heads and experts talking about court storming right now. Storming <laughs> the court. And uh, I wanted to get your take on it because I think it's a little bit, I don't want to say it's not as big of a deal to storm the court now. It just, it seems like it's, I don't know if it's happening more or I think we're, I think more is we're talking about it more, but I just don't get the big deal of why people hate it so much. So, from an administrative standpoint, uh, there's a safety risk. Your job, you know, the safety of the opposing team, like you're responsible for their safety. And so you got fans on the court. Some of them maybe have been drinking, probably yep. a lot of them, yep. you know, and so decision-making at that point, you're running on a court, you know, do I say some, something being said? And, you know, you're asking these other, you know, kids that have just played an emotional game to disregard and walk off the court and not yeah. worry about it, yeah. you know? And uh, so I, there's that aspect of it. That, that's been the reason why people have started getting fined, even at the, at the foot, at the football level. And, you know, it's like 250,000, I say, it's I think like the, an, yeah, it's, it's an insane fine. Right. And I think it was, it was either Texas, Arkansas, the Arkansas, I think it was the president or the athletic director was like, I'll pay it myself. Go ahead and do it, guys. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it, I think it comes. But what happened? So, Caitlin Clark got got bumped into hurt. Yeah. I say quote unquote hurt because um, they just took a loss and she got knocked down. I don't think she was actually hurt by it as much yeah. as it she could have though. And I think that was her whole thing was like, I mean, she's I'm, a multi million dollar right. Athlete. I'm fine, yeah, and you know, and I got I ran over, and whether she dramatized it a little bit, it's the whole the whole. It was the visual that people were always worried about. Well, what if somebody gets hurt? And then I think it happened again. At I think it was Duke. Yeah, or, yeah, he got is. hurt. Yeah. And so then I think those two scenarios have now made it more of a conversation when people start, when incidents happen, and people get hurt, or if let's say you know somebody started a fight. Those are all the concerns that that people have. You know, somebody's going to get hurt, and and there's not much we can do about it when that starts happening. Is it happening more, or are people just talking about it more? Is it because of social media? There's, Both. Yeah. Both. Like, I think they go hand in hand. Like when something, anything in this world becomes a problem, or it becomes like a, hey, look, it, we're, you're going to get on TV if you storm. Did you see that? What was it? A high or it was a college game, and they like won their first. Oh, yeah. game of the season on a last second shot and they stormed the court and there was like 30 people yeah you know and it but it made national tv you know storming the court and so the more you talk about it yeah the more it's like oh shoot we're going to be on espn if we right. storm this court yeah. you know it's yeah and so it's gonna it, it's part of being a college right people have been storming the court for a long time yeah. now Before now i, I now i come from the the where it's like you better have a good reason to storm the court 
Yes. Don't I don't you know number one team in the land. Eh, don't know how good are my team like if we're awful (laughs) you know and this gets us into the tournament or something like that like sure but on a wednesday night we beat number five kansas no i'm not gonna do that i don't think so um i have seen some uh storming the field on Mm. mediocre apple cups (laughs) you know where it's not the rose bowl or the you know the the playoff bracket it's six and five UW beating five and six wazoo that's not a storming the field right right it's happened though right right and rivalry games are different you know rivalry games are but now it's like an expectation right like we were talking about like oh are they gonna storm are they gonna and so i don't know if they'll be able to do anything besides find the universities more money do the universities deserve to be fined for it i, I don't know you if if your own from a conference perspective, you know the the health and safety is number one of the student athletes, and if and that's got to come from coaches and ads as well or something like that. There's got to be people that have issues with it. It's not mm-hmm. just a couple people in the office saying, "I don't like this. Let's do something against right. it." You know, it's real people with real concerns that have done the legwork probably for years now to be like, hey, let's get this on the docket. Hey, let's talk about this. Hey, people should be getting fined for this. So if it's an evolution just like anything else, like instant replay, it could be that more money gets going or it can hurt recruiting. I I don't know. Whatever they're going to tell the universities. Right. Take take care of, of your stuff and we'll see. I Hopefully just people stop getting hurt and people will storm the court for the right reasons, but... I think if they stop talking about it, well, yeah, it'll be happening a lot less. Yeah, there you go. Boom. So the moral of the story: when Ellensburg wins the third straight state title, I don't know if there's going to be storming the, the court. The players can storm though. the court. The players will storm the court. Right. Yeah. So you'll storm the bleachers. I will be celebrating in the bleachers right next to you, or yeah, I might set up camping in in the Sundome parking lot, bring my camper. Tailgate, you know, somebody bring a grill and I'll bring it. That's actually a really good idea. I'm not doing it. I'm just, it was like, oh, if. Now I'm kind of hungry though. (laughs) Tell you what, I'll bring a little hibachi grill and some, some bratwurst. If you show up, I'll feed you. Done. Yeah. Done. There you go. Get to the games. Uh, go to WIAA.com to uh, check out the brackets. But Ellensburg plays 10.30 a.m. on Thursday. Hopefully that means they're playing at 3.45 on Friday and then 5.30 on Saturday. Boom. Uh, but no matter what, the bracket's going to be up there. Um, so, again, congratulations to Ellensburg for getting this far and hopefully getting farther. farther. Congratulations to Cleveland for mm-hmm. a heck of a season where they finished in the top 12. Uh, in the 2B uh, ranks, and, and uh, you know, good luck to Central to for the men to wrap up the GNAC uh, tournament uh, qualification, and let's hope the women. We'll have a lot to talk about next week. Oh, my goodness. So much. Exhausted. I'm excited already for it. want to say uh, thank you to Devin Shannon and, and Country Financial, Country Companies Insurance right there in downtown Ellensburg, and also want to say thanks to the guys at the Ponderosa Club Indoor Golf Simulator. I'm telling you, it's snowing right now as we're recording. It is not snowing on Pebble <laughs> Beach or one of the 600 uh, – 
uh, courses that you can choose to play there again in downtown Ellensburg. So we're signing off here from the Evergreen Home Loan Studio. So make sure you get out and support your Bulldogs and Wildcats this weekend.